Welcome to the Saturday Morning Gaming Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode zero of the Saturday Morning Gaming Show. Woo! It is May 18th, 2019, and I am your co-host, Ryan, joined by... Lobos. Hello, I'm Lobos. Lobos, who is also our co-host here. <laughs> so thank you so much for, uh, for being here with me and, uh, you know, uh, embarking on this very exciting endeavor here. Absolutely. It's... Uh... I look forward to it. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, this episode is really just to explain what Saturday morning gaming is so uh, listeners have an understanding of what sort of content they will hear over the next uh, coming episodes. So let's, let's talk about what Saturday morning gaming is. And I think to understand the, the, the sort of driving thoughts here, I want to explain how I came to this conclusion about having this podcast. It started when I had picked up The Legend of Zelda, uh, A Link to the Past. I hadn't played that as a kid, so I downloaded it on the, the virtual console a number of years back. <laughs> um, and as I was playing it, I was like, man, this makes me feel like it's Saturday morning, and I'm 10 years old, and I'm a kid that's just w- woken up and I had my cereal. Yeah, that was my Saturday morning. So. Yeah. And, and just like the joy and excitement of experiencing these really high quality games and sort of that mystery and discovery. And, and what was really interesting is that all, I got all that like 15, 20 years after the game was already out. And so I was thinking like, man, I wonder if there's an opportunity here to share my experiences with other people, right? And to bring people along with this journey and to make this kind of a, almost like, almost consider it like a book club, right? So we say, hey, we're gonna, we're gonna choose a game every other week, you know, and, and basically say, hey, if you wanna join us on this journey, play through the game and let's come back and talk about it. Maybe you don't wanna go through the game. Maybe you just wanna hear about it and relive memories. And one of the reasons I really wanted to make this a podcast is because I was actually looking for something like this, right? Where it's like, I, sometimes you have this nostalgia for a game and then you go back and you play it and it's like, oh, it's kind of a pain and, you know, you, it takes 10 hours or whatever. Yeah. And you're like, I wish I could relive this, this sequence in like an hour. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, and what I was thinking is like, well, what if we take me and Lobos playing this game and we share our experiences over an hour and, and the viewer, the listener, can, can just kind of like take that in and be like, oh man, yeah, I remember that. That was really great. Those are the best moments. They are, <laughs> yeah. It took me a while to, to really think about how do, how do we form this podcast? How do we form this show? I finally, you know, thought all the pieces, like they all clicked. And so I messaged Lobos like on a Friday I was like, hey, Lobos, uh, I have a, a proposition for you. Are you busy? And she's like, nope, come on over. And mm-hmm. so, um, 
you know, I, I actually took a little bit of a walk outside his house because he wasn't quite ready for me. He was still streaming. And so I was just trying to formulate like a pitch. Ugh, streamers. <laughs> Absolutely. Always working. Mm. So I, I really wanted like a solid pitch here because I was excited about it. And Lobos, you had expressed some interest in doing some podcasts. And I was yeah. like, really what this needs is someone that I have a good, um, you know, good rapport with. Someone that rapport. we can talk very easily. That's one of those money words. Yeah. Rapport. Well, I actually have a, I have like 10 words I've written down here. I'm trying to inj- inject ah, them. So yeah, good, rapport good. was one. I didn't check that off. Space here. them out though. You don't want to get rid of all of them right at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And so it was really important for me to convince Lobos to do this because I, I wasn't, I was thinking about, you know, potential co-hosts and I was like, you know, I'm not really sure who who has a love for retro games like I do, who has such the ability to just kind of talk endlessly. <laughs> so Lobos, if you don't mind, I'd like to hear, you know, I came in here and I gave you this pitch. I talked for probably 10 minutes. I yep. didn't let you say a word. I want to get a sense kind of like when you heard all that, what, what sort of things were going through your mind? I mean, generally when you talk about video games, in almost any capacity, I'm pretty much always on board. So just listening to you talking about what you wanted to do and and how you wanted to approach it and into the the uh, depth that you wanted to plumb these mem- like uh, memor what's the mem- <laughs> memorable yeah, me- me- memorable memorable yeah, that's, that's the actually word. number you got number two uh, on my list there yes. so memorable good to job plumb these memorable games um, yeah I mean I was I was super on board I already wanted to do some podcast stuff but it's the kind of thing where I didn't 100% have a, uh, a direction that I wanted to go, right? And so when you came to me with this idea, I was like, oh, sweet. That, there's the direction. Perfect. And uh, I've got a, a partner in crime that I can tackle this Absolutely, with. Absolutely, and I can think of no one better. And, <laughs> and you mentioned direction, and I want to use that to segue into my next point, because there are... Mm, there segue. Are, that's that's, that, that's number three. Yeah, number three. We got it. We're, we're making this. Uh, <laughs> so... Um, yeah, direction. Uh, there are other retro podcasts out there, and I did a little bit of searching, and ultimately, what I found is they didn't quite hit what I wanted. I wanted the podcast to be very much about the game itself, and not so much about the people, mm. which is sort of weird because, you know, when you when you do like streaming and stuff, it's very much about the person, mm. and I think that you can still get the personality through you know how our 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 views and exposure to the game and what type of stuff we're talking about but i didn't want to spend the first 15 minutes talking about you know your trip to colorado and how your your car (laughs) broke down right because especially if i'm someone new to the podcast i don't know you and and thus it it doesn't it's not the, the type of content i'm looking for so as much as possible, this, this is probably the only time we'll, we'll kind of talk about non-game related stuff. As much as possible, we want the hour to be describing our experiences from the beginning of the game to the end of the game. And, there, you know, maybe some minimal tangents there. What do you think about that, Lobos? I think it's great. I get an opportunity to revisit or maybe play for the first time some older games, which I've been doing a lot of lately anyways. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this just kind of gives that even more direction, too. Yeah, and, that's right. And uh, I think there'll be a lot of, lot of nostalgic titles that will come yeah. out of this that uh, people would appreciate seeing these playthroughs and discussing these playthroughs again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very, uh, very good points there. You know, it, it's it's a clear that our we've been talking about uh, this being a podcast for a while now, 
And so I want to talk about another avenue that viewers and listeners may want to engage with our our show here. The show itself is called the Saturday Morning Gaming Show, not podcast. The reason why is because we do want to stream this on Lobos' channel. So episode zero, the one you're listening to right now, will not be streamed on the channel. But starting on episode one, it will be. The intent is for the, as we're going through the game on our own time, we're recording that, splicing that all together to be a comprehensive, like, here's the start of the game and here's the end of the game in a full hour. While we're talking, we'll have the game running behind us, you know, be green screen. It's not actually going to be running behind us, (laughs) but it'll be really cool. I'll be playing it right now. I'll just speed running it every game (laughs) under an hour. And you know, what's great about your experience as a streamer is you could totally stay on point and still talk uh, (laughs) interesting uh, topics while you're playing that. Of course. No, 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 we're we're not going to be playing it. We'll just be having footage behind us. Yeah. And, and I just felt it was very, very important for people that want to watch the game and the things we're talking about, because again, as we want to be focused on the game, we want to bring viewers and listeners on the journey from Mm -hmm. here's the start, you hit the start, you know, start screen, whatever, all the way to the credits and and talk about our experiences. And we have varied experiences, you know, I haven't played a lot of Super Nintendo games. Mm -hmm. um, And so it'd be really great to have that, that disparity between uh, you and me where you're very experienced and you played this as a, as a child, most likely, and <laughs> me coming into it and, and haven't, without that, that sort of yeah. nostalgia immediately attached to it. Yeah, and I want to touch on the, the visual portion because you can describe a game or an experience like so in-depth, but without the visual there, like, for example, you I don't remember, have you played Final Fantasy VI? Which is three American. I've played, uh, I think, like half of it. Okay, but you didn't finish it. So didn't finish if I were it. if I were to here be here and describe in detail the final boss of Final Fantasy VI, those of you who've played it, picture it. You know exactly what it is, and you can sit there in awe with me as I describe it. But whoever hasn't seen it, or played it, um, or seen it, is just kind of imagining it, and it, it's easy to misimagine stuff or just think up something completely different so i think that visual part of that will be really key in tying that in yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. and i'm really excited to to be able to share that uh with people that watch so you know if you're not able to to make the the shows which by the way let's talk about the times of the shows here Mm -hmm. so you know being saturday morning gaming podcasts we wanted to have this aired uh on wednesday at 8 p.m Yep, that's right. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, Wednesdays, that seemed like enough of a time for people to get to it eventually on uh-huh. Saturday yeah. so that, no, no, no. It's Saturday morning at 9.30 a.m. Central Time. So, and that's the time Lobos is on. So if you're already accustomed to when Lobos starts his streams, you know, just use that as a, as a metric. I think you, you start streaming at, is it 11 a.m. on Saturday? 11 a.m., yes, yeah, Central Time. So with this, we should be able to have a nice lengthy podcast with a little bit of transition time and then i come up and stream as usual absolutely so nothing changes on your streaming schedule except for you get a little bonus time for some some retro gaming there and so do the viewers yeah bonus time really great Mm -hmm. really great let's actually talk about what retro means because i i think we almost need to establish some baseline i don't want to call them rules but expectations on the type of games we're going to play And I guess the way I was thinking about it is like, well, does it make sense to limit your games to a particular console Mm -hmm. or generation? So let's say retro is anything before the GameCube, right? And so let's let's envision a a 
a time that's five years in the future, mm-hmm. maybe PS1 is retro. Right. Yeah, I could I could see me and you uh, as we get older, becoming old men, yeah. just going, man, no, the retro <laughs> games is the NES. Back in my days. And that's it. Yeah, cut the line. But it's true. Like, you know, as new generations come up, new consoles come up, and what people played as a kid. I mean, so many people played, like, Ocarina of Time as a kid, and that's, you know, in 64, and maybe you grew up on World of Warcraft, and that was, mm-hmm. that was retro yeah. for you now, even though it still goes. But anyways, yeah. yeah. So that discussion, I think, is interesting. Yeah. And uh, how do you think we're going to define that? Well, so again, I, I see this as sort of a guideline. So what I was thinking about is having like a 20-year, anything that's 20 years or older freely qualifies for a retro game. Now, that doesn't mean that there's not going to be exceptions. There's a, there's a game coming out real soon here we've talked about actually doing for the Saturday morning gaming show, and it, it is newer. I think it's like 15 or 16 years. Mm-hmm. But I still think that when that comes out, it'll be very much to the spirit of the show. And so that's why I'm like, hey, let's, let's consider 20 years. So it was 1999. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll, we'll use that as a starting point. And then maybe there's a game from 2005 that we think qualifies for this, but it, more or less we'll consider it about 20 years. Does that seem reasonable to you? Yeah, that seems good to me. If I think back to 1999 playing what? Probably StarCraft, maybe like... Mm-hmm. GoldenEye 64, Half-Life, Half-Life. 1999 was the golden era of video <laughs> games. Right before 2000. And then yeah, everything was downhill no, from there. <laughs> the turn of the millennial. Right. Great. Well, I'm glad that we, we set up some sort of guidelines there. The next thing is we're talking about guidelines. We'll talk a little bit about the methodology of how we're approaching these games. I personally will be emulating the majority of these. So I think it's important hmm. to, to say, like, you know, how do, how do we feel about save states? What about hints and walkthroughs? <laughs> what do you think about that, Lobos? Well, I think I will probably have, I want to say, more time on average to play games like this. I mean, like, I can play it in my free time, but I could also take my work time to Absolutely. invest into these. For me, I always like to try and go original console if I can. I don't mind using save states, especially if it's something that like you want to get through the game quicker and something's yeah, difficult. Absolutely. Yeah, you can understand the difficulty of a thing and not necessarily have to put in all the time to to clear it without, you know, a save state or something like that. But just for the sake of getting through it so that we have the material to talk about and not spending a ton of time outside to yeah, do that. Yeah, absolutely agree. You know, ultimately we want to have this show for the viewers every 2 weeks. We have to we have to look at what's important. Is the integrity of the game what's really important, or is the fact that we can go through the game and deliver our thoughts on the experience? And I, I think the latter is true. And to that point, I, I also agree, I prefer to go through the game naturally, but there's some situations where it just makes sense to do safe states. And I think that's going to be a judgment call for you know both you and me, Lobos, is Imagine there's a sequence that you can get through 100% of the time without losing any health and without losing Mm -hmm. any ammo, and then two minutes into it, that's where the boss fight is, right? Right. Are we really gaining much by repeating that sequence over and over (laughs) and over, or does it make sense to just, all right, I've done that three or four times, let's just put a safe state at the boss and kind of speed stuff up here? Right. Well, I mean... it almost sounds like we're getting into a different discussion here because, I mean, if we're talking about for the podcast, uh-huh, sure, but sure. no. <laughs> yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. 
Also, hints and walkthroughs, as much as possible, I'd like to, to go through this on my own, but going back to the spirit of what we have here is, as a child, you would have school, and you would have kids at school that would play through the games, and they give you tips and tricks, and they would give you Nintendo power, and I feel like that is like almost justifying the use of an occasional hint or a walkthrough. Sure, yeah. I mean, especially these days, if I get stuck on something, I'll just... I'll ask my stream or mm-hmm. I'll, I'll look up a walkthrough. Like some stuff is, you, again, you can understand it, but maybe it's not worth the full effort based on how much time you have and how much fun it is for you or whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We're very much aligned on that, so I'm super happy to hear that. Yeah. Uh, a couple, couple other things we wanted to touch on. I wanted to just get a, like if, if you were to have one pivotal memory as a child, or maybe an adult, that you had with, with uh, retro games. Yeah. Can you describe that? Sure. So I'll share in those experiences. I would say, I mean, there's a ton, but one that I would pick and that I always really, I just, I just love the experience of it all, was playing Link's Awakening on the Game Boy, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. The game is about, in general, just going through dungeons and collecting these instruments after you beat the boss. And after you beat the boss, you'll pick up the instrument, and it'll play a little tune. And then you're like, okay, cool, whatever. Yeah. And then you get the next thing. It's made like the snare drum. And it's just like... And you're like, okay, that's cool, whatever. But me as a kid, I couldn't put all this stuff together ahead of time. And when you get to... When you finish all the dungeons and you go to like the final area, all the instruments suddenly come out at once and that was like the moment where my small little brain exploded because i was like it's gonna happen it's gonna happen and of course all the instruments play at the same time and make this huge awesome song and uh, that's just that's a huge retro memory for me that's really cool yeah yeah so the act of having everything kind of mixed together yeah and almost being a a bow or like a finality Mm -hmm. to your experience really really seemed like it influenced you there yeah, it was and that it was also cool. like that that got me a lot into music as well so mm-hmm. video gaming and music both of those things tied in it was just it was both my loves before i even knew it <laughs> yeah that's awesome for me it was when i first got the nintendo i had played games on the pc so i was kind of a pc gamer I think playing things like Wing Commander and Ghostbusters. But, you know, something was really special, and I don't know what it was, but, you know, I I think I was six years old. I was in my grandma's house. She had got me a Nintendo, and she was always really into technology. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't know what a Nintendo is. I never asked for the Nintendo, but I got it. And it came with, you know, the Super Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt that came with, and then uh, The Legend of Zelda. Ooh, nice. And I remember hooking that up and playing through Super Mario Brothers, and it just blew me away. It was like nothing I'd played before. I really remember this moment where my parents were going to go on a walk. They're like, you know, it's Christmas. It's, it's all wintry outside. And it's all cold. Yeah. And they all went on a walk, and I was alone playing, you know, Mario <laughs> Brothers on the Nintendo. Yeah. And that was just no one was bothering me and I was just completely <laughs> in the zone. And it was just, it was one of those things. It was just, you know, sort of a life-changing moment there. I think I really developed the love for video games. Nice, nice. I actually have never played all the way through the original Legend of Zelda. 
So yeah, I, don't I, know. I've never beat Ganon. Oh yeah. I, I, I've gotten through maybe like one, one area. I just didn't uh-huh. have it as a kid, so yeah. I didn't get the chance to repeatedly well, play it you know and what? get into it. You know what, Lobos? What? You might have the opportunity to at some point. Oh, I, we, it I, is we, a retro game. I don't think we ever discussed this. How are we on, um, what kind of age level? Are, is there a filter? Is there? Yeah, yeah. So I guess the way I was thinking about is I wanted this to be a very uplifting show. Sure. And focus on the positives of the game. And if this isn't something where you go in and, and talk about how, how, how we hated certain things. It's like, this is a moment for everyone to revel in the excitement as a 10 year old. And so, uh, I was definitely thinking of something where it was, uh, open to any sort of age there. Cool. Cool. But in terms of like profanity, cause I accidentally let the yeah. sh- word slip and I don't know if we're trying yeah. to keep this PG or I think, yeah, PG makes sense. Okay. But, um, you know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna shut down <laughs> the whole um, process here if, if yeah. something drops there. A couple other things we want to talk about. We've discussed having viewers really engage on on the games with us because this isn't just a thing where Lobos and I talk. I mean, that's part of it, <laughs> but it's about the community and. Yeah. One of the things that we've got for the show, you can't see them right now, but they're sitting next to us, is we've got a bunch of Nintendo Powers. As I was flipping through these Nintendo Powers, I was looking at this back page that had a list of games and names of people that had beaten it. So it'd be like Super Mario Brothers beat by Jimmy and Bob and (laughs) and Laura, right? And Mm -hmm. I was like, man, that would be really kind of cool. To have a thing where where listeners could send us photos of the ending title screen mm-hmm. and, you know, maybe they put a piece of paper with their username in front of it and they take a picture of it or whatever. Yeah. And so I think that makes a lot of sense for us to do. So Yeah, I, I love the idea. It really harkens back to the Nintendo Power stuff where, yeah, they had so many things that you would send stuff in. Mm-hmm. I know when my brother and I were kids we would send it he would he would art up envelopes because oh, they would wow. they would display them if if the art was good enough yes that's true um and we would send in for tips on games uh-huh. because there was no internet so <laughs> yeah i i actually you know definitely wrote into magazines never heard back do you ever, ever um, we did we did really? so i mean we got there was a guy his name was Mm, oh god I'll, I'll have to look up his name later but we got repeated back and forth about the game Shadowgate and we got our tips that way and uh, actually I know off topic but recently my brother actually found that guy on Facebook oh that's amazing <laughs> though I don't think they've made contact okay. I, I, uh, he's just stalking him I think that'd be tips. really interesting to be like hey like 20 years ago 20, 25 years ago you gave me tips at Nintendo Power. <laughs> And they'd be like, why are you talking to me? It's like, oh, yes, I've been looking for you. I have more tips to give you. <laughs> I have a quest. So I don't have a name for this, but the only thing I have written down is it's the Commander Club, because I, I feel like that's sort of cheesy and 80s retro. It sounds so that way. So we're going to go with this is the Commander Club for nice. now. And maybe people have uh, better names, but that's what we're going to do right now. So nice. what's the first game we're going to be playing? I don't know if I've talked about that already, but not, in order for play, for, for people to go to the end of the game and mm-hmm. take a photo, they That's need right. to know what game we're going to be talking about <clears throat> first. You're very right. And it is one of my favorite games of all time. Yes. It was my favorite until not long ago. 
The Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past. That's really awesome. And I think that was a game we, we both picked. Part of it was this was almost the start of the show. As I was describing my experience uh, earlier, it seemed really um, appropriate to make this the first game. So, if you want to join the Commanders Club, all you have to do is get to the end of the game, you know, the, the end credits, and write your name down on a piece of paper and take a photo of your your name next to the end credits there. Which, by the way, you can speed run it with glitches in five minutes or less, so... Def- yeah, definitely <laughs> what we're looking for, yep. Depending, actually, I don't think I would be able to tell on the very last, the end screen, so uh-huh. you might be able to get away with it. You have three hearts, that's how we know. <laughs> you have, you have you to have, have four hearts. three heart challenge, challenge run. Yeah. You don't have to pick up Absolutely. any hearts. <laughs> so, yeah, what you should do is upload your image to Imager, and then forward that image to Saturday morning gaming show at gmail.com. So again, you have to send it, you have to upload the image to Imager. Only Imager links will be opened up for the purposes of, of this. Feel free to add a little note. I think one of the things we'd love to do is at the either beginning or end of each podcast, sort of uh, congratulate people on an individual basis for completing the game. It really kind of depends how many people we have. And then I thought about maybe there's like a leaderboard where uh, we have uh, like uh, week after week you can rise up in the ranks or whatever. Yeah, I like that. And, and again, it's, it's completely pointless. There's no reward to it. It's just kind of like a fun thing for, uh, that I thought would be uh, really cool for people to have a reason beyond just playing the game to engage with it. Yeah, and, heck and, yeah, flex yeah. your gamer cred. <laughs> Absolutely. And maybe each game will have a different amount of points, and maybe that'll be based on how long it takes me to complete it. So like, you know, you talk about Final Fantasy VI, maybe that's like five points, and then mm-hmm. something like Mario 1 might be one point, and that's just because it's a time investment. It's a quick one, yeah. But, you know... We'll see if it makes sense. Sure. Sounds good. Well, uh, that's going to wrap it up. Uh, wrap up episode zero for today. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Absolutely. Thank you for checking us out. We want the community to drive this show as much as we do. So please reach out to us at Saturday Morning Gaming Show at gmail.com if you have any comments, feedback, or suggestions for the show. And thank you, Technoaxe, for the intro song. For Saturday Morning Gaming, I'm Lobos. And I'm Ryan. We'll see you on June 8th for Episode 1, A Link to the Past. <laughs>